From across the pond, this is Off the Record with Big C. Oh, thanks, Shaggy. Welcome to everyone. Episode 9 of Season 2, or Episode 39, whichever way you look at it, uh, of Off the Record. Um, a history-making show, actually, because um, not only is Slim Nick here for the second consecutive week. That's probably never <laughs> happened before. <laughs> but also, he's on the same show as someone we, we're certain that he hates, which is uh, DJ Style. That's me. Hi, yeah, that's him. Hi, Slim. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm really pleased to be on with Style because he's very handsome. I'm pleased to be on the same show with him. <laughs> you never say that to me. Well, you know, oh, it's not okay. like it's not like it's not it's not like that with us. <laughs> anyway, yeah, from, from across the pond, it's uh, the Rebel Radio Show's DJ Style. You heard him there. Welcome. Well, it's always a pleasure. Finally, get to be on with Nick as well. I know. Yeah. Hate me and refuses to be on with me, but it's fine. <laughs> To be fair, yeah. he did try his best not to be on earlier on. <laughs> yeah, I was nearly not on again. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Unbelievable. But, yeah, welcome back. Anyway, it's always good to have you back on. The man with, with more names than the Tory government have illegal parties during lockdown, actually. <laughs> um, but that's a political comment. We'll leave that one aside. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Can, can we have confirmation? You really don't hate him do you even though you did tell me that you did really <laughs> <laughs> anyway in a packed program tonight as the two ronnies used to say in the 1970s we are going to be discussing our own personal guilty pleasures musically that is oh okay. Multi- <laughs> musical guilty pleasures yeah it's okay. not really a sexual dive we'll say that for uh another another podcast um, but no, the musical one. So one songs, artists, whichever way you've done it, um, that you perhaps wouldn't be expected to like, or, or maybe feel you shouldn't like, but you actually do for whatever reason, for whatever personal reason. Um, I mean, personally, I found, I found it a little bit tricky actually, because for me, I mean, there's, if you like something, you like something. No one should really be guilty or feel guilty about liking any particular song or or artist, really. I, I disagree. I, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should be guilty for some of the crap out there. That oh, people right. like. And I, I certainly feel guilty for most of my... <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know whether Star <laughs> feels the same way about his. I, I've, I've basically asked both of you to come up with half a dozen so that's six um uh there might be a few honorary mentions along the way um of these sort of songs and artists whether you've gone songs artists i've done a bit of everything actually i think i've gone i've gone three artists i've gone one album and two songs actually but i've got a number of other songs that i could also uh specify we'll go around one at a time i think uh and as a, a longest distance away style. We sure? You, has got? that been measured? Um, I, it has been measured. I, I did measure. I can't remember exactly how many was it. 
3,750 miles or something to uh, Cleveland really? from the city. Yes, the city, Nick, of Chelmsford <laughs> in, uh, in the United Kingdom. Not the town like Brentwood, where you are. The city of Chelmsford. So it's about 3,700 miles, I think it was. Yeah, it's, it's quite a way anyway. I'll take your word. It always messes me. I can never find Britsville on the map. It's a whole big thing. Um, <laughs> it's no, but like the Isle of Wight. <laughs> ah, that's the one. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh no like you said though like i had a hard time sitting back and thinking like what guilty pleasure artist or songs would make the list because hmm. uh i'm very much of the mindset of I, a lot of people don't expect me to listen to most of what i listen to like I, I, a lot of time i get the perception oh he's a rock guy but i also really love country music i like old school hip-hop i love comedy music like i uh, yeah. very diverse in what i listen to um so I, I had to sit back and go okay what's something that's off the wall and a lot of these I'll, I'll i'll back up as to why i listen to them I'm, they're not that's something i'm ashamed to say like a guilty pleasure but they can be perceived that way so i'll start out with the jonas brothers oh my word the jonas brothers because <laughs> the, the joe bros are good is that like the yeah. the, the this 21st century osmonds is it or? yeah 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 that's the one <laughs> <laughs> What was what? Name a couple of their hits. I mean, I do know some of their records, but I can't remember. Name a couple of Jonas. So they did the uh, the cover of Year Three Thousand in like the mid two thousands, like SOS, Burning Up, things like that. It's a it's a pop boy band group essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. I don't know, but they're not terrible. Like they can sing at least. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, they reunited last year or the year before or whatever. Oh, really? uh, Oh, right. So are they going out on the road again? I believe so. Um, but yeah, they came out with the whole album and stuff. But at least one of the songs on there I, I've listened to. And it's, it's and, uh, and have, have you got tickets yet? I have not yet. <laughs> I was actually offered, though, too. Like, this is before the whole pandemic and everything. Someone really? got tickets. I'm like, I might go to that. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I would have went, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Jonas Brothers. Cool. Yeah. Year 3000. That's the, uh, the Busted song, yeah? Yes. Not a bad song, not a bad song. Yeah, I suppose that would be a guilty pleasure if you liked it. It's a bit bit boy bandy, aren't they? Oh but yeah, quite rocky as well. <laughs> I bought a Joe Bros album. You bought which album? I bought one of their albums. I don't know, oh, back in the you? day, one of their like, yeah. You know what? I think I might have done as well. <laughs> I think in fact, I might even have two. I could, you, I could look you around. Bought every, you bought everything, there. though, didn't you? you everything, everything, yeah, true. In the early, in the early noughties, I was coming around. Just oh, yeah. Used yeah. to come around with loads of albums. I didn't show. I didn't. I used to turn up at my house for a guitar lesson, and he used to buy about literally 15, 20 CDs a week. <laughs> every week, he just come in with a ton of CDs every like. I mean, he oh, the amount of CDs. Not busted though. <laughs> <laughs> you did spend all your money on CDs, didn't you? A present for everyone. Was that the name of one of their albums? I think that was one of their albums, actually. Who's that? Busted. Oh, right. Yeah, I vaguely remember them. Uh, to be fair, between Busted and there's another band of a similar ilk in the UK, which you may not have heard of so much, was it McFly? Yeah. You know, yeah, I think, yeah. I think I prefer McFly. I mean, they both used to write their own songs, which is good. In fact, they teamed up, didn't they, recently, as um, McBusted or something like that. <laughs> if not, it sounds have. better than a busted fly, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> <Wee>. <laughs> um, 
Okay, Shaggy's already given us a note on the Facebook message board saying Ace of Base. Ace of Base. Secret Ace of Base. That's a guilty pleasure. Oh, that's you once. That that lot, isn't it? And the sign? The sign? Yeah, sign. Okay, the Jonas Brothers. I, I don't know much about them, if I'm honest. It sounds like one of them should be, or two of them should be, on a a talent show as a judge or something. Has that, has that happened? That sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I don't know why it does. Yeah, no, something about that sounds very correct. Show. All right, okay. <laughs> but their records have been released over here, haven't they? I mean, I've, yeah, heard, I I've, heard, that, I've heard some of their records, definitely. Is one of them called yeah. Nick? Yes. Nick Jonas. That's the only Jonas I know. How many Jonases are there? Three. There's there's Nick, Joe, and um, I don't know fan, the other right? one. Yeah, oh, not a fan then. If you don't Kevin, know, Kevin, it's Kevin. <laughs> there's Kevin. no co- there's no Colin in there. <laughs> no, there's Colin. never a Colin in any band, is there? <laughs> Colin, uh, just... Genesis would disagree. Phil Collins. <laughs> oh, true. Phil Collins. Oh, Collins. Yeah. yeah, but it's more of a Phil. I would no. say. Colin is is such a yeah. <laughs> my mum and dad for that one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, you, you never have a superhero in a film. No, sophisticated superhero. It's not. It's not a rock and roll name, is it? Really, it's not. It's not. <laughs> They're normally a nerd. It's a nerd, a whiz kid, or uh, yeah, yeah, plane spotter, or a plane spotter. Yeah, <laughs> let's not go down that route. Right, the Jonas Brothers is, is in is on the list. So, uh, Slimness. Slim- well, your yeah, first, your first yeah. guilty pleasure. You've done a lot of singles, I believe. It, yeah, it's difficult to feel totally guilty because I do like the records, but I do, you know, people, you know, because I've grown up in the rock stuff and people think of me as a real rock guy, I guess, and I am. But I do like a bit of, um, I do slip into sort of a bit of black soul kind of 80s stuff, Alexander O'Neill, if you were here with me tonight, stuff like that. Love it. Mm. In fact, Which, I have every album he's ever done. Alexander O'Neill? Yeah. Wow. And um, yeah, so is that the first on your list, Alexander O'Neill, or you got a song? That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were here with me tonight, be probably right, the, okay. the main song, yeah. Nice. But I mean, all this stuff, I like it, you know. Smooth, smooth and I feel smooth. like, yeah, it's kind of smooth, you know. Eighties soul before they before they made called it R and B, and you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 R and B is. You know. The R and B was rhythm and blues, wasn't it? R and B rhythm and blues, and like they're up with the Stones and the and the yeah, yeah, well, like that, yeah, maybe the kind of black music was kind of was kind of soul, wasn't it? But now you don't kind of, I don't know. Now they call it R and B, we designated it. I'd call yeah. Alexander O'Neill uh, soul. Yeah, I'd say soul. Yeah, yeah, still alive, isn't he? He's got an amazing voice. He's got an absolutely amazing voice. Criticize. That was one of his hits, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember, I've got that seven-inch vinyl somewhere Have around you? the house. Yeah. Have you got, got the old seven-inch? Yeah. Yeah. I get confused. What's it now? Because another couple, that maybe they were Luther Vandross. I don't want a bit of Luther. I want a bit of Luther, yeah. Yeah. Good singer. Good singer. Yeah. Dance with my father. Good singer. Yeah. I've seen him live, Luther. Show off. But it's a bit, you know, it's a bit of a long way from Zeppelin and Rush and stuff like that, you know. It's, no, it's no Joe Bros, I'll tell you that. It's no Joe Bros. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
But it's kind of weird. I, I, just one thing. I don't know whether you, I don't know whether you've noticed this style, but you know, you grow up like, you know, when you first get into music. I was about like ten or eleven, you know, and you start listening to music, you know, and you have a certain type of music which kind of defines you, you know. That's like that's the gang you're in, like you know, yeah. what I mean, the kids you hang about with at school, you know, you're all in the same music. It kind of, you know, but as you get older. I've found I've got into more and more stuff. And it's not like I get into more stuff and I don't like the other stuff anymore. It's just like, oh, I now like this and I like this and I like this. And it just goes on and on and on, you know? Oh, yeah. And yes. that's, a, that's a cool thing, you know? It's called uh, getting old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, but some people don't change, do they? They just like one kind of thing and they stay with that one thing. And it's just, you know, they might, you know, they might be into metal and not, they wouldn't be seen dead listening to anything else apart from metal no yeah i'll, I'll go with that yeah you yeah. know you do get a lot of people like that whereas i've just kind of like you know i can i can listen to something really extreme from one thing to another and you know you know go from one start or another and then back again you know yeah no i i'd so like um when i first started like gravitating towards music as like the big thing i was 80s hair metal and like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like that yeah, was my watch night Bon Jovi yeah. and yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Let me, yeah. Like go home and yeah. listen to Bon Jovi every day of my life. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, <laughs> like now it's it's everything. So I can get in my car and I can one day I, it can be in the same trip. I can go from listening to to Aerosmith to Charlie Daniels to Run DMC all within a ten minute span. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool, though. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the Jonas yeah. Brothers. To the Jonas Brothers, naturally. Yeah, but then I'm stuck on them for like 25 minutes because you got to go through all the songs. <laughs> he just he just makes sure he's got the windows well up when he's got yeah. the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up at the lights blasting out the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what truly defines a guilty pleasure song. If you have to roll up the windows when you're listening to it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the uh, Oh, I used to listen. I was driving around because I was a, I was a driving instructor, as you know, Nick. Um, yeah, for about yeah. 15 years, I used to drive around. You know, between lessons, this is. Um, you know, whizzing down the the A130 or wherever it might be, uh, with the window winding down, the roof the roof open, arm on the arm on the side, screaming the lyrics of "Remember You're a Womble." You know, I mean, I thought I was the, I was the coolest driving instructor in town. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, that's why business failed, was it? <laughs> yeah, I, I turned the wombles down when. Uh, Oh, nothing like a bit of wombles, wombles yeah. I don't mind the wombles. Right, I've, I've got one for you. It's an artist, one who probably hasn't had any success in the States whatsoever, so it might not mean much to style. Um, you might be able to guess who it is, uh, Slim? Shaking Stevens? It's shaky, yeah, it's Shaking Stevens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Uh, he has gone a bit... Well, he did go a bit shit, basically. The guy, he really, yeah, it, it was, was pretty, pretty poor in the, in the mid eighties. It was, um, yeah. I'm talking yeah. Um, for the sake of American listeners or viewers and style. Thanks. Um, do you know Shaken Stevens? You know the name? Yeah, no, I, I only know him through you because you've sent me. All right, because I talk <laughs> all the time. Yeah, he was uh, a kind of sort of Elvis-looking guy, wasn't he? Kind of an Elvis-looking guy, a bit. Well, exactly. He was sort of a throwback to uh, sort of Elvis. He, he sort of obviously styled, no pun intended, 
himself <laughs> on on Elvis Presley. So I don't know whether or not Star would you would like him because he's like Elvis and sounding like Elvis, or you wouldn't because he's sounding like Elvis. On he was very like poppy that. though, wasn't he, Shaky? Very poppy. It's quite poppy. And again, he went into that sort of. But in the seventies, he was a Shaking Stevens and the Sunsets, and a lot of their stuff. And and even the very early eighties, he had a backing band. It was rather like uh, a sort of a Dave Edmondsy, Nick Lowe rock pile sort of sound to that rock and roll, good rockabilly. Yeah, um, produced, I think Stuart Coleman produced them, who, who produced a lot of, I think Dave Edmonds stuff as well. He was a and bit more edgy then, wasn't he? And then he went more a little bit more. But then, like a lot of artists, to be fair, when they became to be fair, when yeah. they became huge, and he was huge, not physically, but he was. <laughs> In the charts, probably, <laughs> I'd say um, he might well have spent more weeks in the UK chart in the 80s than any other act. I think. No, really? I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon he had a number. He had about he had about four number ones. But as soon as he had the first one, the first one he had was um, a cover of the old Rosemary Clooney. Oh, it sounds bad now, doesn't it? The old Rosemary Clooney song, This Old House. Um, this Old House. This old house is uh, this old house. Do, do, yeah, do, do, do. yeah. And he only covered it because he had the word "shaky" in it, I think. Anyway, but it got to number one. It was there for a few weeks, wasn't it? And then he sort of ooh, an old fifties hit. Let's come back with another one of those. And another one with Green Door, which I think was a hit by well over here it was a hit by Frankie Vaughan. It's another one that you won't have heard of in the states. Um, and then he had a couple more, and he had a couple of decent albums. But if I were to pick a favourite song of Shaky, it probably wouldn't have been any of the singles. Because, uh, as you say, he did go a bit poppy, and uh, yeah, it did become a bit fashionable to dislike him. Actually, he was pretty old, actually, for his. Uh, he tried to appear young, but he was probably about. <laughs> was, yeah, I don't know, probably mid thirties when he started prancing around, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, right. a bit like Gary uh, Glitter. He was knocking on a bit as well when he was prancing around, wasn't he? Gary Glitter. Yeah, true. That's another one. But we'll we'll. <laughs> gloss over that. We'll gloss, gloss over. That. Gloss over or, going, or shall we? You might come back later. You never know. Right. Um, so, Shaking Stevens is my first. I don't like him now so much. I must admit, but just for that period of time, I did like it. I did like some of the rockers he did. Not the pop singles, but some of the rockers he did. Like Vanessa, Nobody, uh, um, uh, Don't She Look Good. There was some real mm, good mm. rock, rock and roll. Rock and rollers, I'd say. Pounding mm. piano. Do love a pounding piano. But let's get off shaky. Let's get back to Cleveland or wherever we are. It's Cleveland, isn't it? Yeah, it's Cleveland. Can't Outskirts know. of Cleveland, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, close enough. Right. Can we top the Joe Bros? Yeah. So, okay. I got, I'll, I'll let you be the, the deciding vote here on this. I have a song and I have a genre okay. as a whole. Right. Which which one would you rather me try and top the Joe Bros with? Um, with th- this song and the genre is your number two, is it? Or is it your number two and three? It's just uh, number one. two and three. I got two different ones here. Okay, let's go. F- let's go for a song. Okay. Uh, like I said, guilty pleasure song to me is something you got to roll up your windows when you listen to. So I. About most songs, we'll drive through, windows down, blurring max volume. I'll do it to Kenny Chesney. I'll do it to NWA. This one comes on, and I might have to roll up my windows, but it's a <laughs> banger, and I refuse I to. Guess. 
I refuse to say that it's not. It's not Dylan, is it? It's not Dylan. <laughs> that, that stays off the playlist. <laughs> uh, Bob Dylan sucks, and that's official. That's true. Fireflies by Owl City. Oh, Firefly. Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. And I refuse Firefly. to hear that it's not. <laughs> Was that a number one over there? I have no idea if it was number one. <laughs> Are they? I could look it up. Were they around very long? No. A couple I... of albums, perhaps? Was it a couple of albums? Yeah, maybe two or three at most. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. They're kind of like... <laughs> they were kind of catchy. <laughs> it, it was one of those things that constantly played on Top 40 Radio. Yeah, and at the time, I, you don't pay any mind to it. It's like, wow, this is a stupid fucking song. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, 15 years later, you're like, damn, that was kind of catchy. <laughs> yeah. They, it kind of, it's it sort of, I don't know, it almost seeps into you, that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. It's worked you, its way back around. Yeah. Yeah. It did get to number one. Uh, it was number one in the did States. It? Yeah. It was number one uh, in 2009. Really? It was indeed. Not how about, how about in the UK? How did it do in the UK? In the UK as well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my I remember UK, saying... My UK book doesn't go up to 2009, but the US one does go up to 2000 and uh, mm, mm. quite late, 2018, I think it goes up to. And it does specify the UK uh, position. And, you know, and I believe it spent three weeks at number one in the UK as well. So obviously got into the UK psyche as well. Not off. Yeah. Not yeah. Good choice. Okay. Yeah. I'm, right. So I used to hate them when I was growing up as a kid, you know, because it was sort of thing like my mum listened to. And, but now, like, if it comes on the radio, I just, I love it. And that's like the Carpenters' Goodbye to Love as one individual song. But in fact, anything by the Carpenters just leaves me almost breathless and you know some of the greatest love songs her voice was just like unbelievable and uh yeah a little guilty pleasure definitely well it it's certainly certainly a pleasure i i, I wouldn't i wouldn't be guilty about that at, at all actually to be perfectly honest i mean the carpenters you're right in that there are acts like that that go they're, pretty, they're pretty cheesy but you they know they are cheesy but there are yeah. acts that you, you sort of went through periods of because of what else you're listening to, you just didn't get, you just didn't get them. You didn't, didn't know. Like you, them, didn't appreciate them. No, no. they're rubbish. Uh, and then after a while, you think, that wasn't quite so bad, was it? Mm. And then you go off them again, and then you come back to liking them. And then you look back and think, yeah, actually. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I mean, now I could too. actually listen to a Carpenter's album and, and enjoy it. Definitely. You know. And goodbye, I love. I'm with you. It is, but oh, I did. I did turn pleasure. sixty about a couple of weeks ago, so I suppose I'm fucked, really. You know, that's the end. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's the carpenters from now on. It is. <laughs> Until Until I die. Until Until I'll die. next. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. What else? <laughs> Be careful of those slippery slopes. It's a gateway. It's a, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it's coming when you just play acoustic guitar and you don't rock anymore. <laughs> You, you can't plug in. <laughs> they did some great songs. And I they did some great songs. 
She's definitely one of my favourite female vocalists. Her voice ever. is just... It's so kind of... It's got such an amazing depth to her voice. Rich. Yes. Rich is the word I'm looking yeah. for. Rich, you know, that deep kind of... I can't describe it, but it was such a big-sounding voice, you know. Mm. Um, That's a great song. And, yeah, quite deep, but yeah. I think uh, a very... Uh, yeah, quite an incredible boss, and you know, great songs as well. Yeah, and, and yeah. like yesterday, once more, oh, oh, yesterday, yesterday, once rainy more, rainy days and Mondays. I mean, they're all great songs. Yeah, I wouldn't dare put that under my even under my guilty pleasures though, because they're just so good. I would just would have, yeah, I would confess, yeah, yeah. I know I'm not a metal head or a, a rock head or prog head like you are, but uh, well, I'm yeah. not really a metal head. I'm a bit of pro- I'm into prog and that. Yeah, you know, I'm into prog and rock. Yeah, jazz yeah. head, jazz head. Yeah, I like a lot of jazz. I like a lot of jazz. Yeah, really. I like a lot of jazz. Yeah, like a bit of white snake. You know, love a bit of white. White snake, snake makes the best jazz. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you like white snake? Stop. I do. I, I I like white snake for two or three of their songs. Yeah. Yeah, I, Coverdale's got an amazing voice. I mean, oh, he yeah. was. They they were totally hair on that. Was it nineteen eighty four or nineteen eighty seven? What is that album? They were. Here I go again, and all that. That was kind of early White Snake is better, yeah, but a bit more bluesy. But yeah, anyway, I don't know where we got onto White Snake, but you know, anyway, oh, yeah, back to I the carpenters. The carpenters, the White Snake, yeah, yeah. It's, an easy, it's an easy, it's an easy connection. Easy. Yeah, I've been going through my playlist. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I, I, I'm slightly guilty, but not majorly guilty. No, I, I appreciate the carpenters definitely, and that song mm. that you mentioned, Goodbye to Love, definitely. One of the yeah. greatest guitar solos ever as well. Good guitar um, solo, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still don't know who it's by. Don't know who played the guitar. Probably just some session guy or something. Don't know. Probably. Right, Good I've solo. got one for you. Now, anyone that knows me, um, possibly, uh, will know that I do like, I do have a bit of a penchant. Is that the right word? A bit of French for you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll speak Spanish. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> For uh, for musicals, right? A lot of the old school musicals. Oh, um, Rogers and Hammerstein coming up. Yeah. A lot of Rogers and Hammerstein stuff. You know, like uh, when the children carousel, and, carousel and stuff yeah. like that. And the yeah. sound of music, I actually like as well. Uh, musical theatre. No, mm. as David Brent in the office would say, it's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Gay. But I, I, what I don't appreciate so much is opera. I'm not really into opera at all. However, there's one, I'm going for a song this time, um, from the Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Um, there's a single release from it by Michael Crawford. Yeah, I knew, yeah, yeah. And it was called Music of the Night. Mm, nice. I mean, it's a big song from Phantom of the Opera. It's sung by Michael Crawford. Now, when... when um, yeah, I, mean, I say I first saw Michael Crawford, he was in a musical. Well, that's not true. First saw Michael Crawford in a 1970s sitcom, as you know, Nick, Some Mothers Do Have Them. He was a yeah. sort of hapless, beret-wearing husband, father, um, getting everything it, wrong and saying, yeah, mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. sort nice. of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when yeah. he first appeared in the musical, that I remember looking back, was in the musical Hello, Dolly, mm-hmm. which is out in the end of the 60s with uh, Barbara Streisand and a Walter Matthau in. Great. Uh, and he played the part of Barnaby or something like that. 
Um, but he, he's got a great voice. He's got a great singing voice. And this song, Music of the Night, is, for me, superb. I mean, the, the last note, no, no, it goes on. Is that how it goes? It, yeah, something like that. Okay. It goes on for about as long as one of Jeff Stritch's radio shows, to be honest. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, it's that long. It goes on for ages. He holds That's the notes. That's Zeppelin album. <laughs> a whole Zeppelin album, yeah. Um, but, you know, I love it. Um, it, it was a... Um, yeah, it's Actually, it's funny because his singing voice was quite different to how he spoke, wasn't it? He was singing, you know. Yeah, definitely. Not everyone sings like they talk, I guess. Mm, I think mm. in Paloma Faith, for example, mm. she sounds like a little baby when she's talking, doesn't she? Like a little toddler. Yeah. You know Paloma Faith over there? No. Don't know Paloma Faith. Okay, but she's got a very powerful voice. Um, Lisa Stansfield. Oh, I love Lisa Stansfield. Yeah, all around the world and stuff. And she's, her voice when she's talking, she's very broad. Um, Dorset, isn't she? Is she? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. She's no, like, no, Lancashire, Lancashire. Yeah, like Lancashire. That. yeah, yeah. 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 So I'll I'll end it there. Music of the night, Michael Crawford from mm. Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Hey, style, you're going to a genre then, are you now? Yeah. So I have a song written down, but it kind of just is a whole genre in and of itself for the reason. Uh, it's a guilty pleasure when I think of the song because, again, it's not one that I mean, I guess nowadays you can. Because it's it's more just so like, hey, everyone knows that song now. Uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood's Relax. And then <laughs> off of that, just one hit wonders in general, I have an affinity for and I don't know why, be it like Dead or Alive or anything like Gary oh, yeah. Stars. Yeah. I have a weird affinity for one hit wonders. Yeah. Dead or Alive, you spin me right round, baby. Right yeah. Around, like a record. Yeah. Pete Burns. I, I was working in a record shop when that came out. We played that to death. And the Frankie album, which was called Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Pleasure Dome, yeah. Yeah. Two Tribes. Was it a one-hit wonder, Frankie, over there, style? Yeah. It was, okay. Well, they, they certainly weren't a one-hit wonder here. Probably more four or five-hit wonders, I'd have said. Mm. They had three number ones from that album. Wow. But they only released one album, didn't they? I uh, honestly don't know. And then just disappeared. Honestly, I'm not, I mean, I, funny enough... <laughs> I have a Frankie Goes to Hollywood song in my list later on, but it isn't <laughs> relax. It isn't relax. Um, it, yeah, I mean, they, they uh, there might have been a one-hit wonder over there, but over here they um, had a bit of a, a record or equaled a record. They Their first three singles all got to number one, which had never, been, never happened before apart from once. And when it did happen, it was in the 60s, and it was by another Liverpool band. And no, it wasn't the Beatles, as a matter of interest. Mercy it was, Beats. It was, no, it was Jerry and the Pacemakers. Oh, Jerry, oh, okay. Marsden, nice. Jerry Marsden. He passed, Jerry away, Marsden, right. passed away last year, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. Had, they had three number ones of their first three. How do you do it? I like it, and then you'll never walk alone. Um, but Frankie did it with Relax, Two Tribes, and the other one at the end of the year, which I'll come on to. No spoiler. What's the other one? What's the other one? I'll tell you at the end of the show or when I come on to my one. I can do my one now if you like. That will tie it in. Yeah, all right. Oh, um, it's The Power of Love. Oh, great song. Yeah, I okay, think it's, it's a, it's a I great... I think it's a great... Holly, Holly Johnson done a version of that on his own, I think, on as own. well. 
That's such a great song. It is a good song. I mean, we did yeah. a Christmas show uh, just before uh, Christmas. And that was that one point. of the... <laughs> yeah, funny enough. Yeah, it was good, good time to do it. It was, I thought. I thought. Good timing, man. Thinking. thinking <laughs> always thinking. Always thinking. Um, Stinky Pete had uh, The Power of Love as one of his favourite Christmas songs. Did he? It's sort of Christmas. Do you, do you, do you know that one, Star? The Power of Love. Do you know that uh, one? Yeah, I, I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't really very frank. Yeah, no. Was it? It was kind of not, not a, yeah. No. No, it wasn't. I mean, they... Well, uh, it was a good song. I didn't like... I, I wasn't that keen on Relax, to be honest, when it first came out. Um, I mean, it wasn't very successful until a Radio 1 DJ, of course, and it for the lyrics. Um, they like read. Appropriate for the BBC. Uh, and, of course, it goes straight up to number one because all the other stations were probably playing it. Mm. Uh, and then, and then uh, yeah, and then Two Tribes came out in the middle of the year, I think. Yeah, that was a good song. Um, never wasn't so keen on that. In the power, they used to do endless amounts of remixes, though. You know, like twelve-inch remix. You know, I mean, two tribes. I think there was about twelve or thirteen remixes of that. Of course, yeah, diehard right. fans would buy them all. You know, from well, yeah, it's like Pokemon. Yeah, I collect all of them. Yeah, and the, yeah. but the sound was great. I mean, you know, the twelve-inch single, the sound quality was yeah. great on a twelve-inch single. It's much better because the wider spacing of the grooves. You know. And the bass on it was just sounded wicked, you know, really uh, great. And the power of love by Frankie Goes to Hollywood was probably the probably my favourite song called "The Power of Love" because there are about three that came out in the space <laughs> of about a year. Yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer Rush, that was Jennifer sort of Rush. ocean liner <clears throat> sort of singer. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, good yeah. voice, you know. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, and the other, of course, was the theme to. Um, Back to the Future. Yeah. With oh, yeah, of course. You listen to news. Good film. Maybe I prefer that, actually. To the uh, that's, that's, that one's number one for me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I do. On, 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 uh, yeah, on reflection. On reflection. Maybe I prefer Huey Lewis to... Uh, he did some interesting videos for his songs. I seem to remember. Well, Huey like Lewis? A, Huey Lewis, yeah. Almost like mm. a little uh, film that he'd do at the, the start. Like a little... Uh, yeah, before it got going, like yeah, yeah before yeah. the song comes in, it was like a little thing. Huey Lewis and the news, yeah. yeah. Huey Lewis and the news. Right, well, I've skipped ahead of you now with Power of Love, so you're missing your third one here, Nicolas. Okay, yeah, this, this is a, this is a kind of well, it's an artist really, but the one song I particularly like by by them, and I don't know whether they were I don't, big in the states or I don't know whether they existed in the states really. They might have done, but Chaz and Dave. <laughs> I mean, it's some geezer on an upright piano and someone on the bass, and they're just kind of typical East End Londoners. And the one I like is Rabbit Rabbit. Or is it called Rabbit Rabbit? It's just called Rabbit, yeah. Rabbit, it's just called Rabbit, yeah. Rabbit is like Cockney rhyming slang. Um, yeah. What does it stand for? Rabbit. Talk, uh, talking a lot. Rabbit. It's talking when you're rabbiting or on. You're when you're rabbiting. rabbiting. On, you're talking yeah. a lot. You're chatting. Chat, chat, yeah. chat, chat. Bunny, yeah. bunny, bunny, they were saying. And they were, they, were, they were very amusing, their songs. And um, I remember I saw him support Led Zeppelin at Nedworth, which was quite funny because, you know, on a massive, great big stage, 
some guy pushes out this old upright piano and on comes Chas and Dave. It's like, what the fuck, you know? It's a Paul Led Zeppelin. It's just like two old geezers. I mean, they're the sort of geezers you see down the local bar just in the corner knocking out a few tunes. <laughs> but they're really funny. And funny enough, quite good musicians, you know. They could, you know, play the piano and sing and the other guy played the bass. And, yeah, they had quite a lot of longevity. But, um, yeah, a little guilty pleasure. Don't mind a bit of Chas and Dave. Have you heard of Chas and Dave style? I have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're very kind of style, English, but, actually. you know. And then the music of... style are called Rockney. Yeah, because they were Cockneys. Cockney yeah. rock and roll, that's what it was. And yeah. they're big Spurs fans, so you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> and, we, and we are kind of East Londoners, you know. I mean, me he more is. than him. I mean, he's he a bit posh than See, he's a bit. He went to a grammar school. I went to a shit school. <laughs> but you know, we we grew up in kind of East London, so we, you know, didn't we? In a way, yeah. Chaz and Dave were a great. They were great. I, I saw them actually supporting uh, the mighty Quo actually at the oh. O2. <laughs> Good old Quo. Good old Quo. Oh, South London's finest. Yeah, yeah can't, we put, can't we listen to a bit of quo now? It's a little break. No, I'm sadly not. I'm afraid. <laughs> Love to hear a bit of quo. Just have a cup of tea. <laughs> we could, we could do a little like ding a 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 yeah. I tell you, one of my favourites of theirs is Ain't No Pleasing You. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. They yeah, had so many singles, I can't even remember them, but they are, they're funny. They're funny and they're good they entertainment. Bit of humour. Yeah, we do like yeah a bit of humour. Yeah, it's got that humour sort of. It's, it's humour, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. You've got to be to be Spurs fans, to be fair. You've got, you've got to have a sense of humour. Yeah. Yeah. Spurs are on their way to Wembley. And <laughs> knees are going trembly. <laughs> Not after lose, nearly losing to, what was it, Morecambe the other day or something? Morecambe, yeah, Morecambe. Yeah, I mean, you nearly two, lost to Morecambe. Well, we beat them 3-1, so let's I know, just look at the I know, final but it was, it was looking a bit touch and go at one point, though. It was, we were awful. When you were 1-0 um, down after the 74th minute. These yeah. cup games, <laughs> none of the top sides play their, their strongest side. They think they no, blood no. their either their youngsters or their reserves, but generally... Yeah either aren't good enough or, or certainly have never, ever played with one another. So they could all be internationals. But like, well, well how do you mean? Together. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moving on from Spain. <laughs> Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. Oh, is this me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you're in the yeah, hot well, seat. We, we skipped we skipped a beat there, didn't we? Heart yeah, I'm, I'm getting lost in translation. All right, uh, yeah, I got <laughs> I got a song then. Uh, a song, okay. I touch myself by the divinals. Oh, I'm glad you added the by, by the divinals at the end. I touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> I touch myself. Well, a damn good tune. Well. Yeah, I think I think Jeff's played that a few times on CBW Radio, actually. <laughs> I get texts from that all the time thinking he's requesting a song. He's just telling me how his day's going. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, the vinyls. They, uh, they must be a one-hit wonder. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, I, sure. I, I, I was trying to think of another record they've done, and I can't. So nah, perhaps, yeah. perhaps they were one-hit wonders. Oh, I know what you mean by one-hit wonders. Like classic one-hit wonders. 
sometimes you get one hit wonders that are just you know quite good and quite catchy don't you we had a one hit wonder show i don't know whether you were on that one um i think i was been here for like three months or so i don't know but i mean we did do a one hit wonder show um well do do lots of rub it in don't you (laughs) (laughs) um oh sorry is that one of the lyrics (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah from 1954 through to 2000 and what 11 this book goes to They've had one hit in the UK, and that was called I Touch Myself. And that yeah. was a number 10 hit in May 1991. What, in the UK? In the UK. Right. I don't know about America. I could check that one as well. It must be before you were born over there, Style, surely. <laughs> I'm for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's quite. Before yeah, what, your what, time, as they what say. What year did it come out, then? 91. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, ninety-one. It was nine years on me. It was Ooh. a number four hit in America. Oh, the same year, but in nineteen eighty-six, they had a song called. I don't know whether this is just on a similar theme, but it was called "Pleasure and Pain." <laughs> they really found their niche and stuck to it. <laughs> that got to a big, height, uh, a haughty number seventy-six in the chart. Oh. <laughs> In January 1986, I was trying to work out what the 25th month was then, but they do have the dates found the wrong way, don't they, in America? <laughs> do have the dates 1986. Yeah, it takes a bit of working out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we say the date first, and you say the year first. Yeah. I think 11-9 doesn't sound so good, does it? I suppose. <laughs> right. So I touch myself to vinyls. Yeah, I've again. I have that in a seven-inch vinyl single somewhere. Bet you do. He does. I do. I do indeed. <laughs> I used to buy all sorts of stuff. I bet you got it on pink vinyl. <laughs> I haven't got that one on pink vinyl. I've got a few vinyl records. The the, the best picture disc. I got a I got a first ever picture disc single. Really? Seven-inch single. Yeah, by the Cars. My the cars. Oh, best friend's girl. Best song they ever done. Well, I, I like it. I, I'd, I'd second that. It's a good song, isn't it? Best yeah. friend's girl. It's it, was a good a, it was the first rock hit here, song, but, you know. Just, it was their yeah. second hit in the States. They got them around the other way over there. Just what I needed, I think, was their debut. That was a good song as well. Just what I needed. Yeah, I love that one. Well, that yeah. was with Ben Orr singing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like he did with Drive. But yeah, it was. Um, oh. Yeah, my best friend's girl. Can't think of the name. Uh, yeah. Rick, Rick Ockersack on it, singing the. Um, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. best friend's girl. Yeah, good. And it, it's got a lot. The, the the where the a hole in the the seven inch single is the spin the spindle turntable goes down into one of the wheels on on the, of the car. It's a white, a long stretch white car. Nice. It's probably worth oh about a pound now. I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <fortune>. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Do they still get played on the radio much in the States, the cars? Uh, every so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're very poppy tunes. They're kind of, they've got some longevity to them, I think, yeah. you know. I mean, they had, they, yeah, they did go through a really good patch there. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Next. Okay, next. Oh, is it my go? Yeah, it's your go. It's yeah. confusing, oh. isn't it? It's confusing. <laughs> It is confusing. Take it in terms, one after the other. We've just skipped because of the Frankie business. Yeah. I blame I blame Style because he picked Frankie as well. 
Yeah. Oh, we're on Frankie. I'll throw mine in. So now I we're back to the way before. So style, Nick, me. Style's yeah, just can... his fourth. You're fourth. I, I'm just having trouble reading my own writing. Made but, um, yeah, um, yeah, this is like, well, I don't actually feel guilty really too much, but I, I like this. This is kind of like, um, oh, I don't know, would you call it rap? It's um, the song's called Lyrical Blow of the Jaw, and it's by Corrupt FM. And like, never heard of that. Basically, there's a program on uh, ah, the BBC. People that do nothing. And it's called People Just Do Nothing. And it's about these guys that grow up in West London in a tower block. And all they do is get stoned all day and they try and MC. And they kind of really were completely off their rocker when they made the program. It's just, it's them, you know. But they've actually become, the program is what it is. It's like a piss take, you know. So it's done like a documentary of them. And it's like taken the, the piss out of themselves. Yeah, like The Office. It's done in exactly the same way. And it's become a real big hit over here. There was going to be an American version, but it didn't happen for some reason. Um, but, yeah, they've become massive now. And they kind of, um, you know, MC over stuff. And the lyrics just lyrical bloat of the jaw. There's a dead MC on the floor. And um, I just love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. So, yeah, that is my guilty pleasure. Corrupt FM. Throw your K's up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, you, you just got you just got to wear a hoodie and listen to it all the time. There you, you go. Know? Yeah. But and I love just, it. I just love it. And they're just trying to uh, make their own radio station. In, yeah, basically in, what in they the, are, they're in, the in this tower block and they, 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 they've got their own illegal pirate radio station. And uh, they MC over kind of... Um, kind of it's kind of I don't know if it's garage or hip hop I don't even know what style of music it is but you know that sort of stuff could be hip hop yeah but now they've been like and they they kind of there's loads of stuff of them taking the piss out of people like Craig David and things like that you know they're always taking the piss out of everybody well that's good it's a big it's a big hit on the uh, TV if you can watch it, if you can watch it in the States, it's called People Just Do Nothing. You'll really like it because it is I really want to funny. I check it out, yeah. It is really funny, you know. And they were into MCing and they were into doing that, but they couldn't really make it. So they, and one of them was, I think they went to, was trying to be an actor and they just kind of started writing this script and it started off as YouTube videos, but it actually become, you know, so it's done like it's a documentary and it's totally taking the piss out of themselves. I mean, they're such wankers in it they really are and they know it and they they you know and it's very very funny but some of the music they do is quite good <laughs> yeah corrupt fm throw your k's up fm yeah yeah record blow to the jaw because okay. i'm to i'm totally down with the kids with the, that's with a z or with a z sorry yeah yeah z, z, translation z. google translate and appreciate me it. now me now yeah you happy with you that? now yeah, I'm happy with that. You me. Okay. Right, me. I'm going for an album. And um, it came out, I think, in 2005. Now, subsequently, I, I don't think he gets great press, other than he's very good on Twitter. The album was called Back to Bedlam. 
Oh, I know that is, and I can't think. Um, and it's James Blunt. James Blunt. He does come under a lot of fire. This is one of the albums, I think, probably when I was coming around at you with all these new albums, Back to Bedman, I mean, it, it, no one had heard of it. It was an album. I mm. just picked it up. Mm. It, it, I think he just come out of the army. Um, and uh, he recorded this album and some great songs on it. Sadly, I don't think he's really followed it up with much. No, um, he kind of disappeared all of a sudden, didn't he? But, well, he's, he's, yeah, he did disappear for a little while. But he don't liked him. My ex-wife, you know, it's important. Really? Okay. Well, she's obviously got taste with that album because I like the album. I think that was why we broke up. It was James Blunt. <laughs> 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 but no, um, yeah. I mean, he was, he had like a few really big singles, didn't he? And name some of his singles, Carl. Well, You're Beautiful. Yeah. And You're yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And well, you're Beautiful. <laughs> and You're Beautiful. It, one of his oh, that last posts, one was good. Like, yeah, that one of his Twitter posts. He said he, he had um because he's great on Twitter. He is funny. He respond to people that that take the piss out of him basically. Um, and one of them he said, "I've got a signed set list from 2005, I think it was." Um, and he he had it with his signature at the bottom and the set, set list wherever it was, the Lyceum Ballroom or whatever. Um, one, you're beautiful. To you're beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, and it was listed about ten times. And it got encore. You're beautiful. <laughs> Enter Sandman. And then you're beautiful. And again. <laughs> What's that one about the three wise men? Oh yeah, wise men. That was on the album too. That's a good track. Yeah, it is a good song. He did a song called High. That was the opening track on the album, I think. Um, and the the last is it the last track on the album? It's the last track on side one. Um, Sorry, I'm hungry. I've got to eat. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, goodbye, Cap my Cap lover. Cream egg. Oh, goodbye, my lover. Yeah, goodbye, my lover was it was a good song. Mm, mm. But you know, no one likes him anymore at all. Other no. than that, he's great on Twitter, but he's, you know, he sings like a girl. You know, it's like he's has some good songs. He was That's one of those artists. Every now and again, you you get an artist that people love to hate. And he was one of all them. the time. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, there are ones that, yeah, I mean, definitely. But you two have gone through that over the years. Hmm. Coldplay all the time now, get it? Hmm. But, you know, I mean, when Chris Martin comes, Chris Martin is a clown. He's, he's, a, he's a real <laughs> joker. I wouldn't surprise if he joked that they're not going to be recording anymore because he came out and said that, didn't he, a few weeks back. That was the latest Twitter real funny, <laughs> funny jokes about, you know, we're not going to be recording music anymore. You can imagine the jokes and the replies to that when the report came out. No, they're just going to be touring. So, I mean, if, if they're not going to be writing new songs to perform, I mean, I, I can't see it. I liked Coldplay. I could have those. I could have those in a guilty, but I know Star doesn't like them, and I know Shaggy doesn't like them. And then you there's know. worse bands than Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not over keen to be honest. Nowadays, I don't like them. I mean, they, they had some three pretty decent albums, I think, at the start of the century, and then yeah, I don't know. They just changed the style a little bit and uh, went a bit more contemporary. I mean, the latest album they come out was real. Ross, as far as I could make out, with all these different eight different songwriters and and all these different artists helping him helping them out. Who are the guys from um, 
not that I would dream of criticizing them because, you know, obviously we'll get thousands and gazillions of complaints, emails or whatever. The well, we're lucky about controversy. South Korea. South oh, Korea. Uh, BTS. Which one? BTS. BTS, that's the one. Yeah. I mean, I think they're on one of the singles. They, yeah, and I actually heard that the other day on the radio. It was Coldplay, and I'm like, is this fucking Coldplay? Because they had Korean yeah. in it. So I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> interesting choice. Yeah. Did you turn it off? <laughs> I listened to it. I gave it a chance. Yeah. No Joe Bros. What can I say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but who is? Who is to be fair? That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Well, I got someone who gets more negative press than your last choice. Really? really? More than Coldplay? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America, this is, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, probably everywhere at this point. Um, Interesting. And I know this because I get negative responses every other week at CBW when I say this on my show. <laughs> I'm not defending the person, but goddamn Drake Bell can put out some bangers. Drake Bell. You see, you, I think you mentioned that on one of the podcasts I was on with you, uh, Master Jeff's, uh, Jeff's podcast um in the dim distant past when he when he did yeah. a podcast and um yeah uh, drake bell it, it, it sounds like is he like a wrestler or something or is a <laughs> it sounds like he should be like a wrestler or a sports sportsman or something that's just gone into recording something I, i'm not familiar was, with drake bell he was a nickelodeon uh star for like a, a nickelodeon sitcom right and he did like all the music for the show and shit so like as, a, as when I was younger, I bought the album because I'm like, oh, that's cool because I watched the show and he actually makes music. Yeah. And then you yeah. forget about him for like 15 years. Like, <laughs> and then he I've comes been back. to a couple of his shows and he's still putting out music. He does some good shit. He does the covers and he does, he does like some um, a lot of Latin inspired shit now too, which is weird. But I'm, it's good regardless if he talks to 16 year olds in Cleveland or not, it's good music. <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard the name. I don't think I've ever heard anything by him. I, well, I might have done and not known it, you know, but I would, I would highly recommend to anyone who hasn't heard him, uh, to listen to the song Bitchcraft. Let, let me write his Bitchcraft. name down again. What's his name? Drake, Drake Bell. Bell. Drake Bell. I'll check him out. Mate. Drake oh, Bell. Well, just, just oh, look on Spotify. Now after you've touched yourself. After you've touched yourself. <laughs> Dude, Jake Bell. <laughs> oh, Did he not oh. get into some sort of controversy news-wise yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. He did. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. was talking to some 16-year-olds or something like that. Really? Yeah. But he makes good music. <laughs> well, that's all yeah. that matters. Eh? That's all that matters. <laughs> it's funny i mean people can go off artists just because i mean I, I know it does happen like politically i mean you know i mean i'm sure you got some in america but over here the views of people like clapton and van morrison are not going down very well at all over here not at all i don't know what happens uh in the states i must admit um, it's put me off clapton well, I never, I don't like him anyway much, but it's really. You still, you still like Layla, though, don't you? I mean. Yeah, but I just, it makes me think, what a wanker. He's always been a bit of a knob, to be fair. He has always been a bit of a knob. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's your mate's wife is probably where it's. Yeah. Yeah. Probably got a, a clue, a little bit of it. Might have been an early sign, you know. Yeah, might have been an early sign. He's, you know. Is Ted Nugent like that over there in terms of 
popularity and people not liking him. Oh, I love Ted So like, I remember specifically like in the early mid two thousands when all that was like really going on, there was a huge fucking controversy with him, but it seemed like it was so divided that like people who had never even heard of Ted Nugent were just like, Oh fuck yeah. Ted Nugent just because of his views. So like yeah. it kind of worked out for him. <laughs> yeah. And now he's kind of just like, Oh yeah. Ted Nugent. He's the dude that said all that fucking wild shit. Also yeah. stranglehold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen Ted Nugent live and he was great. Fuck yeah. Back in the day. Do you know what? He was touring England and he was so crazy. He was doing two gigs per night at the Hammersmith Apollo, which was called the Hammersmith Odeon. And I saw him on the second show. And he came in, I think, was it Stormtroop in one of his tracks? Cash Match yeah. Fever and all that. And I mean, he, he was speeding out of his head. He was talking so fast. It was just fucking madness. And he left in an open back Jeep carrying his guitar, topless. <laughs> Completely <laughs> rock and roll. But I mean... Rolled. He was good live, and he sounded great, and he's really loud as well. Fucking hell, was he loud? My ears were ringing for a week. It was just all I could hear was like ringing. You know, it was like, <laughs> yeah. George, yeah, he used to wear a loincloth, didn't he? That was yeah. it. Just a loin, oh yeah. yeah. Well, that sounds yeah, very yeah. Iggy Pop. Yeah, very, very. It was. Iggy he was Pop. a bit of a dude, though. Nugent. I didn't listen to the divinals. Jules yeah. has said, "Star will kiss Drake Bell on the mouth just for fun." Who said that? <laughs> Jules. <laughs> so um, that's. Presumably. But it would be consensual at that point, if, so it's if fine. Nick, if Nick's not about, obviously. Yeah, right. <laughs> it all depends on where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, it's all deteriorating. Uh, what are we it? talking about? James Blunt. God knows. How did we, we get from James? Was it James Blunt? No, I think. Well, I think. No, we, we, do, we worked in James Blunt, and then we've gone on to sort of artists that are hated now. And Oh, um, yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. Know, sort of you know, went off at a bit of a tangent, but, you know, that's what we did. That's what you do. That's, that's what, what we, we do on Off the Record. Because it's, it's off the record. Because it's off the record. Yeah, we go off the record. We can't stay yeah. on the record. Exactly. Can't stay on the record. Um, oh, so that was mine. So we're back to style again. I will defend this artist because I have seen him live. And when I bought the tickets, didn't expect to enjoy the show. I bought it strictly for the person I was going with. And I'm like, eh, I know a song or two, whatever. It'll be going to see a show, right? Was it a girl? Yes. Uh, yeah. I one knew it show, had to be a girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't you, so it had to be. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't a Drake Bell show either. So. Uh, <laughs> But after after the show, I completely fucking changed my mind, and I always get shit for liking this artist. But I will defend it to the day I die. Jason Mraz is a solid fucking artist. I like Jason Mraz. Yeah, like Jason yeah. Mraz. yeah, yeah. He's a talented motherfucker. He yeah. makes some foo foo music, but it is a talented motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Good, it's quite interesting sense. actually when you go and see someone and you just you actually think this is going to be crap. Yeah, you know, and and you walk out thinking. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like, well, you know, it's, yeah, it's a good feeling, actually. That's great. Oh, yeah. He's sort, sort yeah. of got a John, John Mayer sort of feel. About yeah. Him. Um, yeah. Similar yeah I like John Mayer. Yeah, I think there's some, there's some good singer song. Again, probably started in the early 21st century. Yeah. 
I remember having a Jason Mraz album. It had it's called Waiting Waiting for the Waiting for a Rocket to Come or something. I think one of his early ones. Yeah. Um, and my and Josh, my eldest, uh, he was in Nice at the moment. Um, yeah, he loved he loved playing that song a lot. So yeah, Jason Mraz. He had a really big hit over here with. Um, he did. I'm I'm yours. Was I'm yours. Him? Yeah, that was the big one. Yeah, yeah, that's a big hit over here. Yeah. See, and going to the show, that's the only song I knew by him. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go play that. I'll know the one song, and we'll go home. Cool. Uh, every, fu- like, maybe three or four that I didn't vibe with, but every song is a good song. And, like, even still to this day, I can just turn on an album, even if I don't fucking know it, and be like, yeah, I can I can chill to this. This is a good tune. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's good. You know, he was good live. I mean. Oh, yeah, he was phenomenal live. There. That's the test, isn't it? You know. Yeah. And when it's the other way around, it can be really disappointing. Someone's yeah. great on record. You go and see them live, and you think, fucking hell, he can't sing. They can't even play. You know, they're crap. Yeah. You know, it's really annoying. You know, you're just like, oh, you know. I'll, I'll say I went to uh, I went to see Ozzy, and that's the best show I've ever seen was, was Ozzy live, and Zach Wilde was with him, so it was really fucking cool. But Stone yeah. Sour opened for him, and I've never been a huge Stone Sour guy. I like Slipknot, Corey Taylor. I respect the hell out of Corey Taylor, but goddamn, were they terrible. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. Aussie with Zach Wilde, though. Oh, yeah. 14-minute yeah. guitar solo in the crowd. Mwah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Zach. I like Zach. Well, I like Zach Wilde's playing, you know. I just, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit of a dude, isn't he? Who was, who was <laughs> yeah. supporting him, did you say? Uh, Stone Sour. Stone yeah. Sour. I don't, know, I don't know Stone Sour. But on the, on the other hand, if I go to a gig, we go to a gig, um, do you normally stay for the? Do you normally get there for the support act, or do you just loiter around, have a drink, have something to eat, and then turn up like ten minutes before the main act comes on? Yeah, that ten twenty minutes before the main act, but you catch whatever is still it's playing. Just the tail end of it, yeah, yeah. Catching yeah. the Chaz and Dave against the you know when when they're supporting the quo. If you know you want to see the support act, you get there right. Them, didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you just kind of. Yeah, you well, know. Coldplay had uh, we saw Coldplay at the O2 had ten CC there. That's What's point? Yeah, and Sarah, my wife, loves ten cc, and I love ten cc. Yeah. What I don't like is two and a half cc. Two and a half cc because there was only Graham Gorman left. I mean, Eric Stewart wasn't there. Um, Lol Cream, Kevin Godley, none of them. It's a there. bit Godley crazy Godley. when bands go out with their name, but there's no one left in the band. Who, <laughs> yeah, you know. it's just Graham <laughs> Gorman, and then he'll he'll be gone one day, and then he'll carry on as ten cc. Yeah. It's that, damn, yeah. that damn Axl Rose Guns and Roses stigma. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. totally, totally, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that album that came out? The Chinese Democracy, Chinese democracy or yeah. It took it years to come out, and it's just such a rubbish record, you know. I, mean, I have yeah. a friend that will defend to his deathbed that that is the best Guns N' Roses album. Oh, There's a reason I don't talk to him much. Yeah, it doesn't, you know what, it doesn't hang together. No. no, no, no. But you know the trouble is, he's got a different guitarist on every track, mm-hmm. so it hasn't got any band identity to it. Yep, every track sounds, yeah, it just sounds like different because it is different. But yep. the only thing is, I mean, you know, I think he's a bit of a bit of an idiot. But I saw ACDC um, about five or six years ago when um, Axel happened to be singing for him on that yeah. tour. You know, and um, funny enough. He sounded great. I've got to say that, you know, and I, I don't like him. I think mm-hmm. he's, you know, but he sounded great. I'd have rather seen Brian Johnson with him, as I have seen Brian Johnson with him. But, you know, or Bon Scott. It, 
Or Bon Scott. Yeah, or Bon Scott, of course. But <laughs> Axel Rose was the nearest thing of either of them two. And he sang in tune, and I was quite impressed. I mean, he, well, looked, a bit of, he looked a bit of a mess. God yeah. dear. You know. Axel Rose can stay with, with ACDC then, and then Miles Kennedy can just squeeze into that Guns N' Roses spot. It'll be perfect. I'll be happy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I mean, are you a big Guns N' Roses fan style? Just out of interest. Um, I mean, I am, but I overplayed, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm not an Axel Rose fan. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know Axel Rose. And I do think with Guns N' Roses, you know, I've always thought they're a little bit overrated. Yeah. You know, one really good album and then, you know. Yeah. Yeah, one good album and the rest of the albums were a bit, you know, the spaghetti incident. I mean, and all that. Oh. I mean, even Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. I mean, it was a bit padded out, you know. Spaghetti anyway, yeah. Incident. That was the covers album, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was the covers covers album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get confused doing that in Chinese democracy. Yeah, all crap. So yeah, sorry, neither of them are good. (laughs) Now I know. Well, we're seeing Guns N' Roses. Well, unless everything's cancelled again these days. Um, Yeah. Well, they won't play anything off the spaghetti incident. They just play Appetite for Destruction. That'd be what you'll get. But then that's what... I assume with them. I would guess so. And Slash. Yeah. But is that the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? I think in June. Are we seeing is it them really? and Aerosmith? Yeah. We're seeing them and Aerosmith nice. within the space of uh, a couple of weeks, I think. I've never yeah. seen Aerosmith. I want to see Aerosmith. Nah. Well, I'll let you know how it goes. I'll let you know how it goes. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, yeah. never Fine. Well, uh, you're not invited to go see the Jonas Brothers with me. So, ha. Uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's so fickle, is this style? <laughs> right, moving on from Jason Mraz then, Nick. Who have you got for your fifth Okay, one? well, my, my, my guilty pleasure is an artist, and um, I don't think he was ever heard of in the States, I'm afraid, but you know I've always had a bit of a soft spot for him. Clifford T. Ward. Oh, Clifford T. Ward, yes, of yeah. course. Apparently he's, he's, bigger, he's not a guy. Apparently he's big in Brazil. Gay. He had a song called he, Gay. He had a song called Gay, G-A-Y-E. but it was about a girl called Gay, not being what? gay. No, 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 exactly. And and and, yeah. and in the time when that came out, I think it was about 1972, the expression gay didn't really exist, didn't it? It wasn't... Uh... Well, it did. But anyway, yeah. It did, did it? Oh, I don't know. Happy <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Clifford Ward was a guy who just sung ballads, mainly about women cooking dinner for you and stuff like that. <laughs> he was very politically incorrect. <laughs> And he was a bit of an old hippie. He had like really long blonde hair. Blonde hair, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he was a kind of singer songwriter, and I just always kind of quite liked him. So a kind of guilty pleasure. Quite folky. Quite folky, yeah. I think his big album was called Home Thoughts. Home Thoughts from Abroad, was it? Or just Home Thoughts? No, just Home Home Thoughts. Was Home Thoughts, okay. Chrysalis Records, I think he was signed to. I just Had uh, had a few singles, you know, out. I just got a text. Go on, Ian. What you got? To interrupt, uh, my buddy Jake just said, Creed and Nickelback. Creed and Nickelback. Nickelback, Nickelback, yeah. As like artists that he are guilty pleasures. Yeah. Or artists that are really, really killed. Nickelback is good. Fuck Creed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually quite like Nickelback. Nickelback think, is pretty damn good. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know I don't why people either. slag them off so much. I don't know why people slag them off so much. Because they're afraid. It's become sort of the narrative. I think you know people. They're joke. well produced, kind of good rock songs with a bit of a poppy edge, yeah. and 
they apparently they're great live. I haven't ever seen them live, but I've seen clips of them live. They sound great, I think. Yeah. You seen them live? I've not. I, I almost did one time, but tickets were too much. Uh, I do have four Nickelback albums in my car at all times. So yeah, yeah. Where I stand on yeah. the matter. No, I know a lot of real rock guys who are almost frightened to say that. I, you know, it's almost like you mustn't Nickelback. mention Nickelback. You know, mm-hmm. it's like why not? It's just sort yeah, of like funny. you know, maybe, maybe it's the more hardcore uh, metal, thrash metal sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah. That 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 don't like Nickelback. Some people are a little bit frightened by anything that's a little bit commercial. They almost feel like you know. And I haven't really got. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got a problem with it. Well, if it's good, I haven't got a problem with it. And I think Nickelback have done some good records. So, as 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 Clifford T. Wald, but he's nothing like Nickelback, of course. (laughs) No, he's not. He's certainly not a (laughs) joke. You you wouldn't get jokes about Clifford T. Wald, would you? That's no, all no. but um, yeah, Creed. What's the other one along those? Creed, no, I... Puddle of Mud. Are they, are they the same sort of Puddle of Mud? Genre? I remember them, yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to yeah. them? I don't Did know, they... two songs, yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah that's true. Two songs in an album sort of disappeared, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, one, of, one, of, the, one of their songs was something along the lines that Nick. Uh, wrote wrote for you. It's called He Hates Me. When else? I know, that? right? Who <laughs> produced that with me in mind? <laughs> yeah, good song, good song. Oh, I must admit, Nickelback. I that you can think you. I'm sure you can guess the song that I think of when I think of Nickelback. It's the one you always hear, which is how you remind me. See, that's not the song I would have thought of. Oh, really? See, when I hear Nickelback, the first thing I think of is Rockstar. Yeah. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. That came out after, didn't it? And I actually think that's a very clever record. Fuck yeah. Rockstar is just a really clever record. Brilliant. I'm into it. I'll look up to see that. I'm sure Nickelback, um, Hey Remind Me was out first. While you you bullshit about um, Nickelback or Creed or Puddle of Mud. (laughs) I don't know a lot about Creed. Who's that band? I don't know why I've just suddenly come into my head. Who's that band that did that single? Is it Adrian? Adrian. Adrian, uh, I think I love you. The guy with the blonde hair. Yeah. Um, did a video with all these people standing in a line and they're all God damn, what was that? I just really like that track. And I've heard a few things by them and I really like them. They just remind me slightly of Nickelback. I don't know why. I'll look up that Adrian. <laughs> you get that Nickelback stigma about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all right. What are they called? I- how you remind me was uh, yeah it was oh, a two number four in the UK anyway. I don't know the great song. Was, How you remind me was two thousand seven, mm. and it got to number two. But uh, did you did you remember the name of the Adrian? No, no, I'm waiting for you to sort it out. Yeah, I'll, I can't. I'll, I'll try and look that up. You know, give me all these things to do. Yeah, I know. I like to keep you busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it gives me more time to think about the Joe Bros in my head. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can sing sing one of their songs for us if you. Sing, <laughs> you know? I don't want to get copyrighted. Musical interlude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say so. Everyone hates on, on Nickelback like after that first album, I guess, or because the of calling. that first album. It's the calling. The calling. The calling. The calling. Asia. The calling. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I quite like them. Anyway, yeah, the first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the next one. Oh man, was it Silver Side Up and then Long Road? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. And then Dark Horse, I think, was their fucking best album. And they had like two or three more for that. Like Here and Now was a great album. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just good. If you don't yeah. like Nickelback, you stop applying to yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I like them. I think they're a good band. Good band. I thought I might have had a Nickelback album just to my hand here, but. <laughs> but they do get slagged not. off. No, it sort of stops at New Kids on the Block on that level. level. <laughs> oh, that's a bit dodgy. New Kids on the Block. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I'm sure no one's listening. It's okay. It's right, a guilty um, pleasures episode. Yeah, yeah, it is indeed. Right. Can I come on to my ultimate ear? I suppose this is one that I'm sure everyone will laugh at, but I don't mind. The guy that's always criticized of, of doing Christmas albums all the time. Stiff. I think he's Canadian. No, it's not Stiff Richard. Michael Bublé. <laughs> Michael Bublé. Uh, that's taking you back, isn't it? Is that who it was? They step back in amusement. Um, I, I like, I'm I like a bit of Michael Bublé. <laughs> Do you? What can I say? Beautiful <laughs> Day is a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Lost is a good song. You know, I just, you know, he seems like a nice bloke as well. <laughs> oh. What more can you ask for? <laughs> mm, seems like a nice boy. Yeah, well. Um... <laughs> it's exactly how I'd describe Michael. That, that, that's how, that's how he, used to, he used to buy records. You go in the record shop. Oh, he looks so nice. You think of it, buy, he looks nice. Is he a nice bloke? I'll buy his record. <laughs> oh, lovely. Michael Bublé. Well, like I don't nice mind boy. a bit of, bit of bubble. Ooh, I'll, bet you, I'll bet you don't. A bit of Michel Bubble. Yeah. What was and, his big uh, hit? He's, 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 a Christmas song, Christmas album, all the time. He's made one about 11 years ago, I think. Right. He's probably re-released every year. Yeah, he did I, like, I like all the Christmas, Christmas songs are, actually. Yeah. But yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll stop there on Bublé for me. <laughs> he's not bad. <laughs> well, he, he's sort of a guilty pleasure, surely. Yeah. I... I wouldn't advertise that I like Michael Bublé, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what this show's about, though, isn't it? Yeah. Barbie said the only thing I like about Bublé is his bubbly commercial. <laughs> he did a cover of Fever that's not bad. What's his bubbly commercial? Did an advert, was it? Soap? It's, it's, uh, it's a Bubble carbonated bath? water thing. Ah, right, okay. Not something we got over here. Good. Well, the advert, not necessarily not carbonated thing. water. We, we do get carbonated water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're quite modern down over here in Brooksville. <laughs> you guys got water now? That's good. We got water. Yeah, nice. we got water. Got to say it correctly. There you go. My first trip to America was on um, with, well, actually not my first trip because I went with my mom and dad in the early 80s. But uh, when, when we got married, Sarah and I went to uh, California. And uh, Sarah had never been to America before. And the first restaurant, we went really, really big. It was a Denny's we went into one morning for breakfast. And uh, sat down and like in those days, maybe they don't do it so much now, but they just come straight over to you with some water, yeah. iced water, put it on the table, and there weren't any. So when we sat down, I, my wife called over, Sarah called over the uh, server and said, can I have some water, please? And she said, excuse me, excuse me, you know, some water? water. So I stepped in as the experienced American traveler. Uh, I stepped in and said, uh, 
just, just like some uh, glasses of water, please. A glass of water. She went over to the uh, her manager, got him to come over, and he said, "Yes, what's what's the problem?" He said, "I just wanted a glass of water, you know, <laughs> just a glass of water, no problem." So he went over and brought one over. And of course, what we'd said or what Sarah had said was a, a a glass, which is not the way you say a, a glass over there, anyway, is it? <laughs> it was a glass, and I'd say glass rather than a glass anyway, because I'm from down south of water, which of course. No one says in America either. You don't say water. You don't say water. You say water. You should have said a glass of water. And then she would have understood it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what it's all about. A yeah. country divided by uh, a common language, I think, as stinky people. <laughs> <laughs> Speak English. Come on. Speak English, yeah. <laughs> um, right. So I've got one left each. Come on, we can get through these. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, style. Uh, so, so this one I thought of just because I made a, a joke about it the other day um, on my Instagram. Hollywood Undead. I didn't realize how bad they were, like, taking a step back. Because I grew up listening to them. And Who's this? Like, Sorry, say again. Sorry, Hollywood Undead. Oh, right, right. Yeah. 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 So it's just like emo rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not yeah. good by any means, but I'm going to listen to it. I enjoy it at least two yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah, that that was quite emo kind of rap. It was kind of quite big around that time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would have probably been quite young at that time. Yeah, well. I was the perfect demographic for it. You were the perfect demographic <laughs> to get a load of emo rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. and get That's depressed. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess it must have been depressing. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I came on the car the other day. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to listen to this. I feel ashamed of it, but I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. This is a specific genre that you, you, you're you into here, or emo rap, or there's actually a band or a song we think you talk, we're talking about. It's, it's Hollywood Undead is the band. Um, oh, Hollywood Undead. Okay, mm. yeah, I think if, I don't know, the voice signal cut up when I said that. Hollywood gotcha. Undead. Mm. Yeah, and so they have um, they have two songs that come to mind, and that's the only two that I actually listen to. So it's Undead, and then there's a song called Everywhere I Know, and both are just incredibly cringy and terrible, but I'm going to listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> Love them. Yeah. That's what guilty pleasures are all about, yep. I guess. Right, emo rap. It's not, in my, it's not on my playlist, I must admit. I'm more uh, rock star cowboy these days. Just made the switch now. <laughs> <laughs> The emo rap days are over. Super song of Jonas Brothers. Yeah, just, just a little Jonas Brothers on top. Why not? Why not? Oh, I bet you you'd love a bit of Jonas Brothers on top. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Moving on. Um, okay. We gotta go listen to the divinals real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what have you got? Um. Yeah, yeah, I kind of have. Um, you know, I never kind of admit. Yeah, I never really kind of admit to sort of liking them, but but I kind of, if I hear them come on the radio, I would always listen. You know, and that's the Bee Gees. Yeah, really. I just kind of like find I will listen to it, you know, and kind of like, yeah, it's all right, but yeah. I've been waiting for the start of this for someone to say the Bee Gees. Yeah, this, you know, I don't know, great pop records, I suppose, you know. They were, they were. Catchy, catchy, you yeah. know. 
What can you say? Yeah. They went through some changes, didn't they, in the, in the music they produced? Mm, their voices got higher. They're like... <laughs> the trousers, the trousers got tighter. definitely got tighter. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, they sound, they sound like... Um, yeah. Well, actually, James Blunt sounds good, I think. Yeah, he does, does a little like bit. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bit of... <laughs> and all the fine young cannibals adopted that quite well as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did a similar sort of style. Yeah, um, they had a big influence, the Bee Gees, didn't they? They were ve- they they were very good songwriters, though. I mean, in the sixties, oh, yeah. some great stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I was I was too young. I was too young to remember most of those at the time. Um, but the early seventies, uh, yeah, I think like Run to Me, uh, they sort of then went to sort of a, a style change, didn't they? With uh, Jive Talking, I think it was the yeah. first one. Yeah, like the whole um, disco then, period, wasn't it? Really, the, the whole disco period. Saturday Night Fever, of course. Was Saturday the, Night yeah. Fever. I mean, there was a period yeah. where every single song in the chart was disco. Yeah, I, th- I think that was one. I think I've said this before on a podcast. I think it was one year. I don't know, it was 78, 77, 78, you know, whatever. One of those years, apart from I think the knack, every song at number one was a disco or disco related. Yeah. And you was a bit irritated I think by we're that. Playing the Bee Gees. Yeah, I used to hate yeah, the, but, but you like the Bee Gees now, well, don't you? I didn't at the time. I didn't no, at the time. At the time. No, I didn't you, like the Bee Gees because, you know, I'd rather listen to the Sex Pistols than I would How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know? But as you looking grow older, back, Looking back. Looking yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you think, yeah, actually, that How Deep Is Your Love, Staying Alive. Maybe I'll get into Staying Alive just through the film Airplane. Yeah, that, that scene where the, 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 uh, Staying the, Alive's a great song, isn't it? It's because Staying Alive, it's Night Fever, Night Fever, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tragedy. So you should be dancing. Yeah, yeah. You, you should be, be dancing. That's great. You should be dancing. Yeah, yeah. One very funky. Did, very did that funky. come out earlier than the others? There was one song where just in the sort of the coda at the end, I mean, the fade out or whatever that mm-hmm. uh, Gib Barry that is did this sort of falsetto thing and uh, someone, Stigwood probably said to him, Robert Stigwood, that's great. We've got to do that. And that, that was basically their career for the next yep. three years or whatever, wasn't it, at least. Yeah. yeah. And they came back with a bang when people respected them as a songwriters more, I think in the, in the mid eighties, late eighties. Yeah. Um, they had a, another number one over here anyway, with you win again. I don't know whether that was a big hit over there. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. Good song. You win again. Um, and uh, yeah, and they, they they wrote a lot of other songs for, for other artists. For other people, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chain yeah. Reaction, Dinah Ross was a Gibbs song. I'm a big Dinah Ross fan as well. I know you are, yeah. I suppose Dinah Ross isn't in there, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, even even the uh, Grease uh, theme tune, uh, Frankie Valley. Oh, that is a good song. That is a good song. That's a Beatty song. That's a Gibbs song, isn't it? That is yeah. a Gibbs song. Yeah, and the song. um, how how can you mend a broken heart? Yeah, I think it was Al Green. What a song that is! Yeah, Gibbs, yeah. Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs. <laughs> they were great. Did some toothpaste in the end as well, didn't they? They did do toothpaste, yeah. Gibbs, well, yeah, maybe it's Gibbs, Gibbs, that's all. I'm not sure it was anything to do with the, the Bee Gees. To be honest, I thought <laughs> I'd just throw that in. Um, yeah, no, yeah, good guilty pleasure, though. The Bee Gees, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I like the Bee Gees, and as Style said, yeah, maybe someone would have mentioned the Bee Gees, but definitely mm. one of those acts that over the years you didn't like them, did like them, 
respected them, thought they're really good. You know, it went through a a bit like um, a bit like ABBA actually. I was actually just thinking that ABBA were a similar sort of. It's, it's uh, the same vibe. Same yeah. vibe, yeah. yeah. They, they were like, I mean, prolific, prolific songwriters. So wrote some really great songs, um, and great pop songs. Some of the, I think we did a songwriters, te- a songwriting teams episode, didn't we, Nick? We did, and they were. I remember. Yeah, I think yeah. I had, uh, yeah, Bjorn of us and, and Benny. Anderson. My, my favorite was. Um, Single was the name of the game, and a track I'd say listen to style by ABBA is it was never a single, but it's on a track, it's on an album called The Album, and the track is called Eagle. Eagle, yeah, yeah, and it's quite it was quite progressive Hmm. in in its way, you know, it's kind of it's not prog, but it's not it's not ABBA like, as in, yeah, it's It's called it's called Eagle, and it's the way they sing the melody line. Is it's quite cool, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to it's check that out. It's check it out, it's a good song. Yeah, play it on your show. Yeah, no, not Mamma Mia, definitely. That was that was a good song as well. I don't, don't I'm not dissing yeah. the ABBA. I'm not dissing the ABBA at all. I haven't got take a chance on me was better. I'm just saying that's a good yeah. song too. Yeah, they were they had some great. My favorite is actually the winner takes it all. I don't think that was a big hit over there. But My favourite name of the game as a singer. Something like that eighth number one here. I mean, uh, I mean to have uh, Agneta is it singing the song about a, a couple divorcing uh, and singing the words that her uh, husband had written. Right. It was a real, you know, how she got through it. I don't really know. Mm. It, it, you know, it probably just turned it out in about five minutes in the end. But you know, it was still a, it was still a good song. Sing that. Get on with it. <laughs> Mamma Mia, of course, then became a massive movie as well, didn't it? Mm. Mamma Mia, this is probably a fact that everybody knows, but Mamma Mia as a single in the UK was the only number one single in the UK whose title was referenced in the previous number one that it took over from. Can you think what it is? Different points to be made. Different points to be made. <laughs> you love your David Brent quotes. Um, yes, right, obviously, uh, I'm you're not going to get it, but it's Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. Ah, Mamma Mia, right. Mamma Mia, and yeah, yeah, I took over from it at the end, sorry, at the beginning of uh 76 over here, anyway. Oh, well, that was the number one after Queen, it was the number one after oh, Queen, got you, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What wasn't number one was Greg Lake and I believe in Father Christmas with Stinky Pete thank, really loves Thank God for that, and that's the reason <laughs> you don't like that, I know. I think we love you. But he doesn't he doesn't like Craig Lakes, I believe in Father Christmas. I don't mind it, I just don't think he's it's not great. No. Particularly Christmassy either, is it? No, not really. No. Norse Bohemian Rhapsody, to be fair. <laughs> no, to be fair. No. To be fair. To be fair. Okay. Um oh I've I've got so many other ones I could mention, but I need one more. Um and I'm gonna go for see i could i could mention no don't do that one about going off people because of their political views like you were talking about uh nick but for other reasons it's not wise to be listening to their songs um and this isn't my sixth one but i did write down and crossed it out gary glitter i actually quite like some of the early 70s Gary Glitter stuff. 
no. Well, it's I mean, it was. Like, no one plays like, his records anymore because he's a paedophile. Yeah. And, he's, and yeah. he's in, well, he's still in prison now, actually. I mean, I put Drake Bell on my list, so I don't oh, got well. room to talk. Oh, we're not comparing him with Gary Glitter, though. Are we? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. No. Gary um, Glitter's records were, you know, massive at the time. And they at were. At the time, they were. They were, you know, Rock and Roll Part Two and. Massive hits. Well, hello, well, hello, I'm yeah. back again. Uh, yeah, want to be in my gang. And, I saw you rock and roll. Rock yeah. And roll, yeah. I love you, love me, love you. I'm the leader of the gang. Yeah, Franceville Station, I think, covered um, later on. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, hello, I'm back again. Didn't Oasis? They were, they were almost like Stadium yeah. Rock before Stadium Rock was invented, weren't they? Very anthemic kind of anthems he wrote, Gary Glitter, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Or Mike Lender wrote them more. Well, both of them. Yeah. 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 Lender, yeah, yeah. But they were, you know, they're very sing-along tunes. That, yeah. Right. Okay. Which one am I going to go for? I am going to plump. Right, okay. This is, I suppose, as along the Michael Bublé lines. Maybe I shouldn't have this one. But it's only a song. It's only a song. And it's one that Spurs use. It's almost become a bit of an anthem, a bit of a theme. Like when the, the old stadium closed down, it was played for the stadium. Everyone's singing along. And it's Can't Smile Without You. Barry Manilow. Oh, is that worse than Bublé? No, no. Bar- Barry Manilow. <laughs> um, yeah, Barry Manilow. He, he, you know, I. He was a good singer songwriter. He plays piano very well, actually. Is that it? <laughs> he just he can play the. Oh, I got. <laughs> yeah, um, he, can, he can write a song. Although, ironically, of course. One of his big hits, I write the songs. He didn't actually. He's not written by him yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's written by yeah. Bruce Johnston of the Beach Boys. I mean, you know, <laughs> how ironic is that? I write the songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't smile without you. It's not one that you'd. Uh, I would definitely wire my windows up. I think you know, that we're on in the car. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd have to. But you know, I think he's quite talented. But you know. I'd listen to that with my windows down before Michael Bublé, though. <laughs> yeah. Now, Jake, Jake Underwood, is that your pal? Yeah. Yeah, he's written, say, Time, time is Time by Andy Gibb is a really underrated song. Yeah. Mm. It's obviously gone under the radar because I don't really know it. It's yeah. a good tune. I think Andy Gibb was bigger in the States. I think, I think you, yeah, I think he was. I think you do know the tune, though, Carl. I think if you heard it, I think you'd know it. Does that mean I've got to go and listen to it? Yeah, figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I think you do know it. Um, and I think Andy Gibb was bigger in the States than here. But yeah. I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Did he have a TV show? I suppose it's before your time, style. You wouldn't know, would you? Just a little before my time. Just a little before your Just time. Yeah. Months. I can't even remember when he died. It was probably in the, was it in the 80s? Is it 70s or 80s he died? Uh, uh, I think, early I 80s, yeah. Can't remember yeah. when it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we've mentioned the Bee Gees. We're going to mention Andy Gibb again. Um, talking of TV shows, another another song I really do like. And we might have might have you mentioned this the other the other week. It was a song called a song by Roger Whittaker. It's called The Last Farewell. <laughs> That's Sorry, a good tune. Yeah, see, Star likes it. That's a good tune. The last. I just farewell. I just keep thinking of his. 
beard and him sitting in that <laughs> rocking chair. And that rocking chair, you know. Uh, he's, he's, uh, yeah. And, and, and he'd start TV whistling, show. wouldn't he? He'd start whistling. He had a he'd TV show. But as we said, TV. everyone had a TV show. Everyone had a TV show in the early 70s. Sure. They got a chair out for you and a guitar and off you went. Yeah, and off we went, and the beard. Yeah. And thankfully, yeah, the, thankfully, Bob Dylan didn't get a TV show though. Fucking Christ! Really? I, don't know. <laughs> I hate Bob Dylan as much as you do, Star. I appreciate it. <laughs> I really, I really fucking hate. You know, I really can't stand it. I can't listen to I'm him. Fucking I cannot not, right? listen to him. I've never heard anyone sing so bad in my entire life. It's terrible, dude. Can't speak a lick of English. And I, you know, what kind of annoys me is his stature is so overblown neil young you know comes out of a similar ilk if you like singer songwriter country rock you know neil young wipes the floor with didn't directly and in every way i will not fucking like the the worst thing you got me started on fucking bob dylan the worst thing is people will shit on hank senior all day and say he can't fucking sing yeah god damn it i will listen to every single hank album all day long before yeah. I even fucking look at a Dylan album. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn yeah. I know. There's so many people that are just so much better than him. I don't know why. I can't work out how he got so big. But anyway, The real problem you know. is there's no one worse. He could write, yeah. Yeah. He could write a song. I mean, I, I, I... He couldn't sing it, though. Yeah, I... He could interpret it in the way that he wanted the song to be interpreted, I guess. If uh, Axl I mean, Rose... I'm not dishing Dylan. I'm not... I, I, you're obviously both of you hate Dylan. I'm, I'm not, I'm not in that bracket in any way whatsoever. I love a lot of Dylan stuff. I don't love it all. That's for I sure. can't. I really, uh, really must admit, I can't listen to Bob Dylan. I, and I have tried. I have tried. You know, I've known some people who are really into him, and I've sat down, listened to one of his albums, tried getting really stoned and listening to one of his albums. It still didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is if Axl Rose has to make your song be able to be listenable, that should say all you need to know right there. Yeah, yeah. I just, oh, yeah, can't get on with Dylan. I'd say one thing about Dylan, again, I've probably said this before, is that a number of his songs sound better when they're sung by other somebody else. Yeah, yeah. All of and them. There aren't many artists that I would say. I Generally, I like the originals, and I like a lot of the original Dylan ones as well. I'd rather listen to uh, him singing "Blowing in the Wind" than I would say Peter, Paul, and Mary, for example. Um, but if Paul I want to listen to "Hard Rains Are Gonna Fall," I'd listen to Brian Ferry's version. Mm. Um, or I don't know. I can't think of any off the top of my head. All along the Watchtower. Or Hendrix. Yeah, Hendrix. Yeah. yeah. All along the Watchtower. I guess yeah. it all depends if you want to be able to make out the fucking words or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to do your little Bob Dylan impersonation there, style again. <laughs> For old time's sake. How did, we get on to, how did we get on to Dylan? But no, yeah. But well, it, I don't know. Were we talking about shit or something? I don't know. Yeah, you no. You don't I don't... like him. You don't like him. Yeah, I've yeah. run out of stuff on this list now anyway, so I think we can... Uh, I could have another one, which is Take That. I'm not a great boy band fan, but one of their songs, Back, Back for Good. Yeah. It's a great song. Mm, yeah. Gary is, Barlow is, you know, he's a bit of a knob these days, I guess. Yeah. It's not a bad song. But it's, yeah, it's a good song. It's not a bad song. The, okay, I got, I got one last uh, little throw in here then off well, that. Yeah. The entire genre of pop punk. <laughs> pop punk. There's so, no, 
There's no good pop punk song. If but I'm gonna listen to it. Give us some examples of pop punk. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two, All of yeah. the Rejects, uh, Lit, Green Green Day, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Forty One. Some Forty One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. None of it's good. But what's the difference between those and say, um, have we had some so far? Like like the the the, the busted one that we talked about earlier on. That, what's that? Is that? Pop punk. That's 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 pretty much pop punk. It is really, yeah. Holding for soup again. Another one. Holding for soup. There you go. You see. Mm. Is it the genre? Or you just don't like Billy Joe Armstrong. No, the, the genre as a whole is bad, but I do like bowling for soup. You like bowling? Yeah, for soup. yeah, yeah. All of pop punk falls under the same stigma I have for Dylan, where all of their fucking songs just sound like someone whining. Yeah, yeah. Is a lot of whining going on there. Yeah. Sean B has said pop punk sucks. So yeah, it's not good. He's on your side. <laughs> yeah, but emo was a lot of whining, really, wasn't it? There's was a lot of whining yeah. in emo stuff. I mean, it was, you know, yeah. And Barbie's mentioned the All American Rejects. She's oh yeah. Alive. That's the thing. Like the genre as a whole is terrible. Like pop punk fucking blows. Yeah. But like you put on Good Charlotte or All American Rejects, and I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I heard someone call things like Busted, like a year 3000 or uh, You Said No. I don't know whether they had any other big hits at all in the States, but um, I heard them call that genre corporate punk. Corporate I, like, punk. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> corporate punk, yeah. That's, 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 what, that's what Green Day makes now. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Are they still yeah. going? I was just going to say that. Are they still going? I like Green Day. Oh, Unfortunately, so. yeah. Corporate punk, yeah. They might have had a house. Did they have an album out last year? Maybe. Uh, yeah, Revolution Radio. That may have been 2019, 2018, somewhere around right. there. Time, time flies at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah. <sighs> I think, you think it was just like a couple of years ago, and then probably because the last 18 months, two years, it's just, we've done nothing. Mm. It, it's actually more like five or six years ago, some of these things. But yeah, it's quite weird. But here I am still listening to Fireflies. <laughs> still listening to Fireflies. <laughs> Fireflies and the Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah. What else could you possibly need? I, exactly. Throw a little bit of Drake Bell in there for good measure. We're set. Yeah. Oh, I've, got, I've got another one here quickly. Um, an, another band that I wasn't that keen on. Although George Michael was a good songwriter. And, a, and another, generally, nice bloke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice bloke. He did, he, he did tend to... Uh, <laughs> Drive his car into, uh, into lampposts and stuff towards the end of his life. And, um, oh, yeah, don't. Yeah, what he said, he was, <laughs> he was further up the charts when he, he drove into a record store or something, wasn't it, than, than the, yeah. the actual charts these days. Um, but anyway, with Wham, um, I did like, still do actually, like the song Freedom. Now, not Freedom 90, which was George Michael oh, on the yeah, I know on Wham his, Freedom, uh, Wham Freedom. Album, yeah. but Wham's Freedom. Wham with an apostrophe. Mm. Not an apostrophe. What I'm talking about exclamation. Apostrophe, huh? Mm. No, not an apostrophe. Yeah, that's, that's why. It's a, it's a tribute band. It's Wham, Wham. with an apostrophe. <laughs> Wham with the exclamation. Well, we would say exclamation mark. You'd say exclamation point, would you, over there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see? Bloody language. Anyway, I do love that song. And a snippet of it 
is played at the very start of his debut album, Faith, on a on an organ before it leads into the Faith. I don't mind a bit of George Michael, actually. Yeah, George Michael's a good song. Show him live. Did a lot of charity on the Faith tour. Yeah. Was it like 2015, 2016 he died? Um, about that, yeah, yeah. It's, cr- it's, it's crazy that... It was Christmas Day, wasn't it? On, was it I was, was going to say, that was his last Christmas, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a Christmas song I, d- I don't like, Last Christmas. Gave you my heart. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, a terrible song. Not that's wham, isn't it? Yeah. That was yeah. wham, you know. That was a weird thing. His first solo single was called Careless Whisper. In America, it was released as Wham. Was it really? Oh, Andrew Ridgely did nothing on him anyway, probably, did he? <laughs> don't think so, no. No, I don't think so. He was like his mate. Mm. They looked at him and said, that's a nice bloke. <laughs> a nice bloke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. Now, Sean has said, pop punk is what MGK is trying to do. No, he just makes emo music now, doesn't he? I don't fucking know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he was bad at rapping. Or I don't know anything about MGK. Mm. Right. On that note, I think unless anyone has got any, <laughs> unless anyone's got any other things they'd like to confess, you know, nothing of major guilt. Confession booth here. Confession. Yeah. No more. Okay. Uh, well, thanks both of you. Thanks for uh, not, you know, hating one another for at least <laughs> an hour and 40-odd minutes. Um, we keep it civil on camera. Yeah, that's good. When, when the camera's off, yeah. sparks <laughs> will fly. A firefly, in fact. Um, sparks. Yeah, sparks. Good band. Just had um, enough for the both of us. Yes, two uh, American <laughs> brothers, aren't they? Like the Jonas. Oh, like the Joes. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like sparks. Flows together this show, doesn't it? This <laughs> podcast will be posted to Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker. It'll be on the Off the Record Facebook page for a while, no doubt, and also the CBW Productions Facebook page uh, and the CBWProductions.com website. Uh, and of course, Nick, also the BBC, the BBC. Yeah, one of these days. For the BBC, for me, I suppose for you, it'll be more like ITV. You're more on ITV oh. guy than me. Yeah, because I'm posh, apparently. You're, I went yeah. to a grammar school. <laughs> you went. <laughs> you went to comprehensive. So you're ITV and I am a... <laughs> and uh, on that note... Snobs. Uh, yes, yeah, snobs. <laughs> um, again, thank you, uh, Style. Good to have you back on. Yeah, absolutely. I love being on. It's awesome to confess all my guilty pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> it's on it's like a form of psychoanalysis. Yeah. It's on record and off the record. We've yeah. got it down in in, uh, in, in, in a media form here. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, on that note, it's uh, I'm a sad, sad to say it's a uh, good night from me. It's a good night from him. And also for me. Yeah. Not off. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs>